Recovery. What recovery? On paper, the economy is on the up. On the up is in quotes. We're seeing more job openings in the U.S. and the stock market is soaring. But when people were asking a recent Milken Institute slash Harris poll about their economic standing, 68% said they were the same or getting worse. And a mere 32% said that things were getting better. So what's with the disconnect? Recovery is in the eye of the beholder, says the report. And until people are supported where they are, negative opinions of an equitable recovery will persist. I don't know why people are using the word recovery when the country is in trillions and trillions of debt. What exactly has the country recovered from? From having less debt? I think recovery is the wrong word to use. Like when you recover from something, like if you break a bone and you recover and you know what I mean? It heals that that's recovery. This isn't recovery. That that's an illusion using the word recovery period. Colin Powell, trailblazing soldier dies. Colin Powell, the trailblazing public servant and first black U.S. Secretary of State, has died at age 84 of COVID-related complications. His family said he had been vaccinated. Powell, born in Harlem, New York, to Jamaican immigrant parents, joined the U.S. Army after graduating from City College in 1958. He went on to become the first black national security advisor during the Reagan administration and the first black chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the first Bush administration, and finally Secretary of State under the second Bush administration. Colin Powell, rest in peace. I did not want to bring up COVID. I've been trying not to talk about COVID in these podcasts, but here's a question for the listeners. I know some people are going to be rubbed the wrong way that I'm saying it, but what is the point of the shot if you can still die from the virus? What's the point? The Department of Justice formally asked the Supreme Court Monday to step in and block a controversial Texas law that bars most abortions after six weeks of pregnancy while legal challenges play out. I'm not going to take the time to read this filing. And... um, I guess it depends on what side you're on. Most people, um, me, I, I, I view abortion as more as murder. Um, some people view it differently. I mean, it can get tricky depending on the situation. Um, but there's a life in the woman's body. So, um, that, it's just weird and then um for the most part 
people never want men to really chime in on this, but um, men are a part of creating that life. So it's kind of funny that men never really have a say in that, but um, I I don't I don't know it, it I don't know it's weird for the it's it's weird for them to try to block this law and it, it should be the who it should be the person's choice, but at, at the same time like if. If you're a person of God, then you believe thou shall not murder, right? And um, I, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing to really give input on. Because in some cases, if the mother is not able to provide for the kid and she doesn't want the kid to go through the system because the system... It it can be very messed up. The system has a lot of adults that are pedophiles that shouldn't be around children. So if if you had to choose between that option of possibly giving up your child to a, a system that isn't that doesn't really have their stuff together, I, I could see how some women might go that route. But there's also people loving people in this world that can't have children that would make great parents too and um it's it's one of those laws that's to to me it makes sense from a a christian perspective just in believing in in nature and the continuation of nature and I, i don't know i feel like a lot of women got bamboozled into participating in genocide Uh, I think a lot of times like it's marketed to towards all us that like the world is overpopulated I've been across America and I've seen like just a vast amount of land that isn't being used used for animals and I've said this in a previous podcast so the whole the whole overpopulation thing is BS. So that that's not what it is. Uh, to me, I think it's it's uh, uh, abortion. Giving that that right to women is somewhat, in a way, to kind of control control society to a certain extent. And some people, I know they don't want to hear that, but that is a, a form of control. By keeping the numbers down, by keeping a, a certain amount of people not alive or not even able to experience life, and um, I, I don't know the the direction of the world right now is is so so backwards. It's so backwards. Morals are definitely in disarray. And um, I don't I don't know if if they end up blocking this law, like what does it do? It, it does it necessarily change things for better, for worse? I like you guys' opinion on this.
Today in hip-hop history, Ghostface Killer released his debut solo album, Iron Man, featuring Raekwon and Capadonna. Definitely um, what most people consider a classic album. Dope beats, dope lyricism. Also on October 18th, and that was on October 18, 1996. October 18, 2005, Bun B released his debut solo album, Trill, which was an incredible project that came out after, um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it was after Pimp C died. If I'm wrong, please, collect, please correct me on that one. And also... October 18, 1994, Diggable Planets released their second studio album, Blowout Comb. Now, I can't pretend that I've heard this album, so I'm going to have to do some digging and um, actually check it out and see what it, it's about. If um, if uh, some of the listeners, if, if you guys have heard this album by Diggable Planets, let, let me know if I'm saying the name wrong. Uh, I'm just reading it how it looks. If you've heard the album Blowout Comb, put me onto it. Let me know if it's a dope album. Maybe I'll give it a listen. Also, October 18, 1994, OC released his debut album, Word Life. I have heard of OC, and I can say I have not heard this album. And, um, you know, it, it's it's hard being an artist because uh, a lot of people are under the assumption that you've heard every record that's ever been made. And no, if you actually think about, I mean, just hip hop, just all the albums, singles. If you start from like 1980 up until now, or rather 1979 up until now, think of all the music that's been released and um unless you were there from the start of when it started up until now even if you were the chances are you don't know some of the newer stuff like unless it was a like a really big hit that was everywhere but uh i love for my listeners to um to chime in and put me on to some albums that i may not know about and um Yeah, those are the today in hip hop history brought brought to uh, you guys from today in hip hop history dot com. They have a lot more dope albums, so be sure to check out that website as well. Okay, this next segment is for the artists, producers. I'm going to let you guys in a little bit on my process and how I create, which I, I normally I normally don't like ever really talk about my process. But today I, I decided I'm going to give a little give people a little insight into how I create. And I mean, it varies like as far as production I usually start with the drums, then I'll go with some chords or maybe the drums, the bass, and then the chords. Depends on how I feel. And then I'll work on the melody and go from there. When it comes to songwriting, 
it depends on the feeling of the song. Like for me, when I'm making a song, I try to embody whatever emotion that I am writing about in the record. So if it's a, a song where I'm trying to convey love or if I'm trying to convey, I don't want to say hate. I want to say, I'll just say the opposite of love because hate is too, too much. It's too strong of a word. Whatever emotion that I'm trying to convey, I embody that emotion. And um, part of my creative process can become a little scary because when I'm working on a record, I tend to I tend to block out the entire world, like period. I, I'll block out the world. I don't want to hear anyone else's music. I don't know about other people that are listening to this that create me personally, I don't want to get other people's ideas into what I'm trying to convey uh, as an art, a recording artist, as a music producer. And um, like, I'm okay with sampling records. It's not something that I do too much because I always feel like there, there's so many ways with 12 keys that you can express yourself musically that can make yourself stand out of the pack and you know I, I feel like I definitely stand out because I can make hip hop, I can make pop, I can do a little R&B too and I have other stuff like film score stuff as well and this isn't just like me promoting this is just me going over like my creative process and it's starting to change over the years like I'm, I'm getting more into experimenting with sounds that I wouldn't normally experiment with. I've always been a producer that that loves the strings, guitars, pianos, bass and the drums. Now I find myself exper- experimenting more with um with synth pads, experimenting more with um with brass sections experimenting more with violins flutes um it it just it just it it just depends on the mood period like it, it depends on the mood and um right now what i can say is i'm working on multiple albums and uh that may sound crazy but how i have the albums mapped out they're like albums that come out over the years and over i want to say 2020 i recorded close close to like 200 songs and i I mean i literally can make an album that's an event pop album i have an album that'll be the main album that's mainly hip-hop that has singing in it as well but i also have an album that's like specifically geared towards women that's a, a more sensual type of thing and um i i have a, another album that's um that i've been holding on to for a while it's kind of my um my twist on on the holidays so that that one should be fun to put out because it's it's going to be different as far as my approach and um I'm just having fun again, recording and writing, producing. And it's, it's been a long time since I could say I had, I have fun with it. 
And there's a lot of people that do music right now, but they're not having fun. You know, you know, they're not really having fun. And I think that aspect is important. Even if you're working on a song that that may be a sad song or something, you're just being able to enjoy the moment as you're creating. Because once the song is out there, it's out there. Whether it takes off or not, the whole whole point of for me making music, I can't speak for others, for me is to uplift people. Period. It's to make you want to dance, is to say something that sparks your mind, maybe make your day a little better. Um, and I, I personally feel like that is kind of lost in today's music. I feel like that's where I fit in. I'm a voice where basically a voice for the voiceless to a certain extent which can be which can be a little daunting when I actually really think about what I'm working on but yeah I just wanted to talk about some of my process and the kind of stuff that I've been working on so in the future where you when you guys start hearing these songs come out of left field you're like okay you you heard it first on w-a-y-t that i was working on something epic and the goal was to move the entire world period Concludes this episode of WAYT. I am Charles Edward. You can follow me on Instagram at Charles Edward Music. You can like me on Facebook, Charles Edward Music. You can stream me on Spotify, Charles Edward, Apple Music as well. This podcast is available on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I appreciate the support. Hope you stay blessed. I hope you have a blessed day and continue to prosper always. I'm going to leave you guys with one of my songs that I put on here before, but I feel like some of y'all need to hear it again. And I hope you rise up. Rise up is that record. I pray you rise up. Hope you rise up. Pray you rise up. I hope you rise up. Pray you rise up. I hope you rise up. Pray you rise up. I hope you rise up. Pray you rise up. All my blessings I deserve. When you rested, yeah, I put in work. When I'm stressing, yeah, still know my worth Enough conviction from these vocal inflections To move every soul on earth You can criticize real ones, just say word Lyrical stands is all that I endure It's amazing I can stand up It's obvious God got me Thankful for every moment, I'm far from cocky Product of hard living Where I'm from, no F's given, no hugs given Just slugs given, tears rolled down the cheeks of children Wishing they can get to spend time with their pops For another Thanksgiving More than bars that I'm Given. More than racist scars that I'm avenging What can a doctor prescribe when souls need healing? These rappers are right, but where's the feeling? I hope you rise and pray you rise up I hope you rise and pray you rise up I hope you rise and pray you rise up